Welcome to Unity of Fairfax, a positive path for spiritual living and spiritual center for education, practice, and service in Northern Virginia. We hope you find inspiration in this week's message. You know that I'm very fond of using the word co-create because I believe that's what you are here for to co-create, all of us are here for, that is our work, um, to co-create on a particular subject, if you will, for us, for me, this morning. And um, I, I have a talk title that I used. Um, I'm not sure how necessarily appropriate it might be. Uh, it's called Walk On. And uh, it's kind of my little joke with myself about walking in general. I figure if I can put the words walk on in everything I do, that I'll be walking faster and even better than I've ever walked before. And do you all know that I have a challenge there with the walking? You may have your own challenge of sorts, whether it be walking or something else in your life. And so this morning, I thought, let's go back to our roots a tad, shall we? Um, I had not been in an Eric Butterworth state of mind in some time. And many of you know Eric Butterworth. He's one of those iconic writers and speakers, the unity minister, from years ago. And I thought I had read most of his work and reread it. And um, apparently I've read this particular little volume several times because it's got every color of a highlighter in it you could imagine. And I didn't get it all as we are wont to do sometimes. The other thing that got me going, as I do sometimes, is this particular bookmark fell out of this book. And you know, you've had this happen to you, many of us in Unity have, where we pay attention to the books that fall off the shelf and wonder, why did that fall off the shelf and how come? And I, why didn't I get rid of that book a long time ago and why is it still falling off my shelf? Well, out comes this bookmark. From, and some of you will remember these folks, and some of you will have no knowledge of them whatsoever. That's okay. Indulge me. The bookmark is from Jill and Tom King. Okay, they attended church here years ago, and they are what I call part of the foundation of this church. Uh, they did a lot for the church, board members, uh, counting, all kinds of wonderful prayer work. And so when this fell out in the chapter was even marked in the chapter, Eric Butterworth, life comes to pass. Oh my, now I really had to pay attention. Or so I thought. Life comes to pass. Chapter 7. For those of you that like to have this kind of information, that's where most of what we're going to co-create today is based on. Life comes to pass. Not new information for most of us, right? Yeah, life comes to pass. Now, bear with me in the saying of life comes to pass. Life comes to pass. In other words, it's moving. And my question to you this morning, are you? Life is coming. Life is here. Life is passing. And life doesn't go backwards. It's a go or grow and go. Excuse me. It's a go and grow mode that life is in. The question is, are you in such a mode? Did you even know that life is passing? 
We use that phrase. My mother used it for years. This too shall pass. Life is passing us by. Yeah, life came to pass. Get it? Get the distinction? It's kind of like we are turning it on its head, as I like to say. Life is coming. Life is full. Life is moving. And the question is, where are we? Are you stuck? I know I've been stuck. I know there are days when I've been stuck. There are whole years when I've been stuck. Life kept right on moving. And part of that stuckedness, as I call it, was the fact that I didn't really know how to get unstuck. Life just kept coming, and Sandy was stuck. And it's not a very nice place to be. It's like molasses sometimes. Or it's being uh, in a series of um, doubtful trances. You know you should be moving. Life's moving. Where am I going? Other people seem to be moving. Watch that, too. I said seem to be. Sometimes we'll fix on those people that are blowing and going, and we think they're really moving along in the flow of life, and they're as stuck as you are. Their dress is just a little different, and they move a little faster, maybe. So don't be comparing your stuckedness with somebody else. In fact, don't be comparing at all. You are an individualized, unique expression of the Christ, of God, of spirit, of the God of your being. Do you believe that? If you do, then, my friends, we have something we can chew on. And that is called the power within. The power that is coming to you and is in you called life. What are we doing with this life that we've been blessed with? How are we living our lives? I want to reference, as does Butterworth in this particular volume, um, Psalm 23. Because I don't know about you, but I have read Psalm 23 even as a kid. Yeah, here we are. Um, and, well, I memorized it. It was part of going to church. You know, you probably had some of this too. But there was a sentence here that Butterworth brings out. Uh, and it's this. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Here's what he brought out in this. Yea, though I walk through the valley. Through the valley. I will not fear. Nobody stopped in the valley. Nobody got stuck in the valley for very long. We walked through if we made the choice to walk through the valley. There was no setting up housekeeping in the valley. Now, in my stuckedness, I could be close to setting up housekeeping in the valley. It was the drama sometimes of being in the valley of life and watching life move kind of outside me. Did I say that? This is a psalm that he brought forth for a reason. It is the psalm saying, walk through the valley, through the valley of evil, if that's what it is, of stuckedness, as I call it, of messiness, and not fear any evil, for God is with you, right here, right now. 
God is present, everywhere present. Is that not our first principle? Everywhere present, all good, all good. Do you see the good? Do you find the good? Do you know the good? These are questions that I'm going to ask you to ask yourself. Um, in some cases, I will say they're rhetorical. In other cases, when I've spoken on this subject, I've actually had people answer me from out there or out there. I can't hear you from out there, but I know that you're answering in some cases. The point is this. We have work to do that we're here, and part of the work is understanding the flow of life and how we walk through that flow. And the reason I'm bringing it up right now is you and myself and our entire world are in a state of change, and change is part of the flow, all right? Um, it was Butterworth who was famous for using um, life comes to pass. You can either grow or you cannot grow. And life is moving and growing, and the only constant in life is change. Oh, why did he have to add that last part? I mean, I could get out of here without much, you know. I couldn't really have to feel too much just by saying, yeah, I'll grow with life. Ah, but life has change, and change happens. And furthermore, change is really the only certainty that we have. So the question becomes, if you have life coming at you and change is all you have and life changes all the time, how are you handling it? How are you managing it? Are you just hoping it'll all go away? Um, are you thinking like I just said, I, maybe I can skim this one, get through it without getting bruised? Maybe I don't have to examine this today. It's kind of a dark, dingy day in January. I don't think I want to be examining it. This is the perfect time to examine it. You don't get anything else except right now. Hello? Right now. This is the now moment, as Eckhart Tolle would say. This is God here and now. How are you opening yourself to the God of your being? How are you present to the God of your being? Does life feel real good right now? Or are you saying, huh, in my dreams or yours, Reverend Sandy? And why is that? Rhetorical question. Have you examined these things or are you just walking around feeling stuck and messy and it's January and I don't know why I feel this way? I'm asking you to take a look at why you feel that way. Or are you walking around feeling pretty upbeat? pretty good about life. You're glad to be alive. You're here, you're now, and you are the best you can be here and now. You see, that's the other thing I'd like you to think about. Did you show up being the best you could be? And I'll bet you did. Sure, you may have come through the door a little slow. You may leave a little slow, but you're here. And right now, that is the best you can be. You're kind, you're considerate. Yeah, you may be daydreaming. Yes, you may feel a little off-key, but you're here. And for this moment, for this now, that is the best you can be. And I say congratulations. I say let that lift you up. I say that is the God of your being inspiring you. You could have been a lot of other places this morning. And I always used to like to say that with congregations. You could have been a lot of other places, couldn't you? 
A lot of places you wish you were at, but you chose to come here. And I've had people say to me, well, I didn't really chose. Something pushed me. No kidding. Something pushed you to be here, did it? Well, we're glad you're here. Welcome. Be here now. Sound familiar? Some of these may sound like cliches. One thing I'd like to say about change. Most of us resist change. It's not necessarily a welcome visitor. Some change, even positive change, can be unwelcome. I've had people say to me, you know, I'm moving into a multi-million dollar house in a month. It's the most beautiful house. It's got a pool, yada, yada, yada. And then right after, they'll say, gosh, I'm not looking forward to the move. Really, you jammed all that into one thought process. Rather than choosing to be uplifted by your moving, oh, how wonderful, isn't that great? You've decided you're going to tag on, I'm not looking forward to the move. Oh, bummer. You can take that any way you wish, but it's resistance, and we resist change. And so what is the unity um, antidote for that? Look for the blessing. Oh, and I've had people say to me, please don't say that to me, Reverend Sandy. Don't say look for the blessing when it's flat out sour. I don't want to look for the blessing. Therein is the issue. You don't want to look for the blessing. You don't want to see it. You want to see the, um, the what? The fear, the doubt, the worry. I always like worry. That's one of my particular favorites because it shows up unique and on the sly. And oh, do we like to worry as human beings. It's part of what some people say. It's our human DNA. No, it's not. You worry because you want to worry. You've chosen to worry. And that's the point of what we're here for. The choice that we make as human beings or the choice we make as human beings that are spiritual first spiritual first. You are a spiritual being. So it is your choice how you navigate whatever it is that's coming your way. And when we simply can't change, change, and what is coming your way is coming. You can't stop that. You can try. You can deny. You can hide. You can dress it up in something that really isn't true. Or here's the other part that people do with change sometimes. They go back and say, gosh, I wish it was like it used to be. And they visit how it used to be. And then they decide they think they'll stay where it used to be. So they look at old photograph albums. They relive memories over and over to the point where the family is like, please don't, don't go there again. But for some reason, the past, the past brings them some sort of comfort. There's no growth in that. Is there enjoyment? Is there a blessing? Of course there is. We all like to go back and revisit how it used to be. It's when we decide we're going to stay and build a house in that particular area, that's when we say, I'm fixed and I'm final. I'm going to stay in that memory of how it was before pandemic. I wish it could ret return to that. It's not going to, people. It's not going to because life moves on expressing itself in a new and higher consciousness every single minute. Are you there? 
or are you just listening to me tell you that? You see, that's where the co-creation comes in. Don't just sit there and listen to what I'm speaking to you about. Feel it. Be it. Are you moving with life? And some of us rightly say, I have too much on my plate. I have had X number of surgeries, or I have had this, or I have had that. I have family members that do this, or I flat out just don't feel like it. Don't. Sit in it. Marinate in it. If that's what you want to do. You see, that's what we have is that choice. Life, while we're deciding what we choose, is moving on. And life can be a great teacher, both in the blessing and not in the blessing. Are you ready? Are you, have you upped your game as far as dealing with and navigating the changes in life? And what does that mean? You know what that means. That means prayer. That means meditation. That means just flat out a simple act of kindness. Are you consciously involved in your life? Or are you just telling other people about it? And that goes for those people who have seemingly a wonderful life. By all convention, they have everything that they need and want. Ah, okay. That's good, but it's not the best you came here to be. That is resting on your laurels. We build on our laurels. And don't anybody walk out of here and say, boy, she was given the past a real bad rap. I was not. I was saying, don't stay there. And furthermore, when you do get something that you want to celebrate, don't stay there either. Move. Because there's more to celebrate. There's an even higher level of consciousness. Do you realize that? Or are you just happy to spend that time in celebration? And don't anybody take that away from me. Do you realize there's a whole lot more to be and to celebrate? The possibilities are endless. So when something good happens in your life, say, yes, I'm happy. I did it. It's wonderful. And then move on. You know, you hear all the time, get up and move. I can't tell you the number of times I've heard that. And I know many of you sitting out there have heard it for other reasons, too. There's something to be said about that. I'm talking to you now about spiritually. I'm not talking necessarily taking a walk around the block, although that can be highly spiritual and on a level if your consciousness is elevated like no other. I understand that. But walk on, moving means you've invested in life. You believe in life. You believe in the goodness of God and that life evolves. There is an old expression that comes, life is expressing itself constantly. And when you decide you're maybe going to cut off or not be with that expression, life's going to express Life, God, is going to find a way to express. Life cannot be denied. Now, many of you will have a metaphysical, um, what's the word, uh, pushback. I like to use that phrase on some of what I'm saying. That's fine. That's what we're here to do. Co-creation just doesn't go one way. Co-creation is when you take the creativity of each and all of us and you weave a tapestry that says, ah, 
ah, something new. All the threads that go into that tapestry were unique and individualized. And when that tapestry is never finished, the tapestry grows and becomes richer. And that is what we are here to do, to make sure that the threads that we go and put into the tapestry of life are inspired, are rich, are of God. And that, my friends, is Eric Butterworth's take on the flow of life. It's to remember that change has come to teach us and to pass on. Change doesn't just sit there. It moves. Life moves. Are you moving with the changes in your life, the changes that are coming? Are you looking forward to something? Are you looking backward? Or are you not looking at all? You're just hoping to get through this minute. I don't know. These are just questions. Do you grow? Do you go? Um, and here, lastly, I'll close with this. Nothing is final. You are not done yet. And whoa, for some of us, that's good news. For others, not so much. I thought I did all that. I thought I had that all understood and in place and nicely compartmentalized, and I was feeling good about that. That's great. You feel good, and then you move on. Move it. Walk on and walk through the valley. Don't stop and either rest on your laurels or um, stay in the past or be afraid of the future. Um, I just, um, what else do I want to say or does spirit claim to want to say through me? Nothing. That's it. It's not final. It's never final, people. Walk on. God bless you. Thank you for tuning into Unity of Fairfax podcast. You're welcome to join us live in Oakton, Virginia, every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Or view our live stream services from our website at unityoffairfax.org. We appreciate our donations to support this podcast to make our message of positive, practical spirituality more accessible to all. See you next time.